dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Lavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. Yet again, another episode of The Lost Dial, this one being number 65. Welcome to it on allnoiseradio.com. My name is Mike DuPaul. That damn iPod commercial. <laughs> well, I forgot what that commercial's from. Or what's what that it's song? From. It's those kids it's jumping around in front of a white screen. You sure? Playing with their iPods, yeah. Oh, the new iPod Touch. That's, that's where that song first debuted, I believe. Yeah, other, perhaps Other right. than on the radio. Perhaps you're right. Because, yeah, I have heard it on a commercial. I just didn't remember what the commercial was for. I thought it was like a, um, I don't know. I'm thinking like Home Depot type commercial. Oh, get out of here. You know only the cool companies use use spunky songs like that, like Volkswagen or uh, Mac. Yeah, they're, Apple. They're, they're Apple, all... Apple and Volkswagen are like, I consider the cool companies that <laughs> use the cool music. They're all if, jumping if, on board if, this thing. If you want to consider that type of music cool or not. But it is upbeat and lively. And, and catchy. And it, right. Because when I, and I literally picked the song like um, on the way here. Cause of course you did. I could tell. I, I would... Uh, I was right behind you, I watching know, you. I know, I know. <laughs> I was watching your every move. <laughs> <laughs> watching my head bobbing from, from, you know, the car behind. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I know I saw you from when I got off the uh, highway. I know. I've always wondered, you know. Oh, T. Sterling Watson, by the way, once uh, again. I, good uh, morning. 
ladies. who I am speaking to. You guys all know that by now. In case they didn't. This is their first time listening, so they had no idea who I am. Right. It's T. Sterling Watson. The man, the man, the legend. Nah, 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 nah. Um, <laughs> I always, am, when I'm flying down the highway on a Tuesday, I'm always wondering if I'm going to pass you. And I'm looking, but I, and then, I, and then I'll like lose, I'll lose, you know. I'll, uh, that, that's forget what about it. Right, I'll forget that I'm looking for you. And then, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh, crap, I wonder if I passed him or not. <laughs> but this, I think this was the first time I've ever actually... You know, I get off the exit, and there you are, right there. Mm-hmm. So I, know, I, normally, I normally get here way, way before you. This though. is true. This is very true. <clears throat> uh, today was just one of them days where I just didn't want to get out of bed. It's one of them dreary, awful days. It's rainy. That's also why I try to pick an upbeat, happy, and fun song because mm-hmm. uh, you know it's raining outside. So I'm trying to um, trying to liven it up. Well, I'm going to warn them. Look, look forward to a dreary, miserable episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's wonderful. Um, so yeah, that, but yeah, I haven't. There was this uh, playlist um, from Entertainment Weekly, so I made one uh, about like I guess the possible songs of the summer. So this was one of them, and I didn't know this was that song, so I was playing it. On That's the way a possible here. song of the summer, I guess. So, but it's apparently I guess it's been now. out. Yeah, yeah I didn't it's been around for a while. I think I've heard this before. That is who? Um, group Love, and the song's called Tongue Tied. I thought it was Take Me to Your Best Friend's House. <laughs> That's what I would have thought, too, until <laughs> I played it. I'm like, oh, this is that song. And I'm like, this isn't that, like... A I love it. It's convenient, like, when you're looking up, when you're trying to find a song, and it's the most, you know... It, it, the title is exactly what you would assume it right. is, because they say right. it a million times in the song. And then there's the other songs that they got to go and name something obscure that has nothing to do with. That one, I think they say that in there, don't they? Yeah, don't leave me tongue-tied, or whatever. Blah, yeah, blah. they do say it in the chorus, but uh, who the people that you're talking about that always uh, comes to my mind is um, uh, groups like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco, because their titles never have... Well, they have something to do with the song, but you never hear it in the Right, song. it's not a lyric in the song. Which I think is pretty cool, too, but a little bit annoying. Like, oh, what is the name of that song? And there's nothing you can do to really remember. Mm. But, eh, whatever. What's in the uh, CVS bag over there? Um, Barb brought me a gift for oh. all the CDs that I made her. Oh. So. What is it, a chicken pot pie? Uh, I think it's a pie. Is uh, it a pie? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, open it up. Let's look. I was trying not to, only because it's so well-wrapped. What, you don't... You, oh, 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 okay, it's just yeah. in a CVS bag. It's not yeah. a pie bought from CVS. Right, it's, it's a pie that I think that oh, she said that her... Oh, okay. uh, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I've never accepted a gift from anybody and not opened it right in front of them. I, I tend to do that just to bring the suspense. Really? Yeah. I mean, that might have made a barb upset. She no, might be upset really. there. I'm saying, well, why didn't he open up the <laughs> gift when I gave it to him? That's what normal people do. Uh, no, no, I, I, I didn't do that. We're going to have to have Barb on pretty soon. Right, because she, uh, um, she's retiring. Retiring. We've It's been brought up before, I believe. It's no big news. Babbling Babs. She's gone, but she's not going to leave um, for good. Yeah, she'll she'll be like a... She's just leaving her post at the um, reception desk. At well, she's not a receptionist. She's, she's got a title. I don't yeah, know what she's, it is. Hey, Barb! <laughs> What's your title here? Yeah. Administrative coordinator? Is that what she said? I think so. Administrative Either. coordinator, Barbara. Or admissions coordinator, one or the other. Yeah. Ultimate Ult- cougar. The ultimate what, cougar of the Farmington branch. Yelled through the, through the glass. Yeah, she <laughs> definitely is. 
I've always I've always put her up there with the she tr- she's not as old as what's her Thinking face Betty White Betty White yeah but something about her reminds me like the like Betty White no I guess Betty White always used to have that like uh you know sh- that wholesome um, innocent thing about her but then she was also kind of a sexual deviant at the same time yeah she had like hidden spunk or something right right um so that's i don't know she just reminds me of her that in that in that sense not the age of course right but i definitely agree with you because it i yeah i agree (laughs) betty white (laughs) betty white you just can't you can't escape betty white these days she has um i love this at her age, how she has just exploded. Mm. Well, it's not like she ever really left, but I know, but what, you, I know what you mean. I, don't, I think she's more relevant now than she was back in her... Like she was always like a supporting actress and right. not really now, like now she's a like, star. She's a big, bright, shining star. And then and if she's she shows up randomly forever. in a movie, then everyone's like, oh, wow, it's Betty White. And versus, you know, oh, it's just Betty White. But yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, in, even in an NBC Super Bowl commercial, she's mentioned. I mean, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I guess her show is doing okay. I hear a lot of people talk about it, say that they think it's really funny. I'd what, Hot it. in Toledo? No. Oh, I forgot about that show. I forgot. She she's got another show? show? Yeah, she's got a, um, um, like a candid camera show. Get out of here. Yeah. Wendy's been, Wendy's been talking about it. She's I don't listen to a word she says. Because <laughs> <laughs> she keeps asking me if I, uh, off, off their rockers, Betty White's off. Or, um, really? Yeah. I just There's a bunch she, of old people who I thought she was just doing Hot in Ohio. Which I've hot seen in Cleveland. Yeah, hot yeah. in Cleveland. I was like, you just said it, and you already changed the title. <laughs> hot in Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, she uh, hot in Akron. <laughs> <laughs> she's got that um, uh, candid camera show and pulling pranks on kids. I, I, it is funny, but I wish it was. Oh, more... she pulls pranks on kids. Well, younger people, I'll put it that way. Younger. So it's like a reversed punked. Yeah, but taken with senior citizens pulling the pranks versus right. You know. Younger people, the young, the youth, uh, doing the it youth. to the older yeah. folks and the older crowd. The only thing that I wish that they did was I wish they did the tr- the pranks more often, kind of like how camera camera candid camera does, or um, they do it on a, on a just do the same gag on a few people, but they only do it once and then they move on. I'm like, I want to see more reactions from you know the same stunt that they're pulling or the same joke, but I mean that's my only critique about it. And of course you would critique. Like that. Of course I would. It's it's almost my my profession. Yeah. I'll just say it is my profession. It's what I do. And I mean I can definitely I can really segue into um actually did some some real prep work last night and got a whole Oh my god. Yeah, I have a whole schedule. You got a I, spreadsheet. Cuz cuz I, I said that I would um What is that? Pick the that's shows. for That's for this fall. Oh. And I picked the shows that um I think they're going to get canceled. And the ones that I'm going to watch, and some of them are actually the same show, unfortunately. Well, I'm not. I'm not ones you're going to watch are ones that are going to be canceled. Some of them, I'm. I'm only guessing. I'm only predicting. And I actually re- remembered that I uh, forgot to pick a few last night. Going back now to update my list. <clears throat> did um did Napoleon Dynamite make it? No nope. cartoon okay. version. Okay. That, that yeah that that started that pretty much fell off. Um, I don't know why I just thought of that, but I remember seeing the commercials and being like, really. I love that movie. Why did they have to do a that? A lot of people really like the movie. Some people got excited. I remember I told um, a friend of mine about it. And like, I mean, after Rocky Horror Picture Show became a cult classic, did they say, hey, let's make a show out of it? Um, no. No, because... They didn't. And they I did mean, make a sequel. 
Oh, God, did they? Yeah, that's usually the first That's step. okay. That's okay. But, I mean, trying to make a television spinoff on it, I don't know. I just think that's, I mean, it's not that's the first epic time. fail. I mean, they did it with uh, Dumb and Dumber. They did that with Fail. Mask, a bunch of <laughs> Jim Carrey movies, let's put it that way. Fail, fail, fail. I think they only lasted <laughs> about a season, but they were actually geared towards kids. Napoleon Dynamite was done so well, the film, that it could have been, it could have become like the next Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Midnight screenings of... Uh, Crazed fans. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if they theaters. actually have that. I wouldn't be surprised. I would. I would be. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. But Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's that's. Uh, Which I've never understood, by the way. I am, I am comparing this to a a quote unquote cult classic, which I've never understood. What's to understand? Tim Tim Curry in a drag. I don't. I don't know. I just don't get it. Well, he was. Um, from Transylvania or something? I don't know. He is a transvestite and he's an alien, really. Him and his crew, they're all You can aliens. understand why it's so popular is what you're saying? Um, I just, just, I just because it was very different from... I mean, it came out in the 70s. It was, uh, there was a, already a crazy time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was it, I mean, it's just, it's just trying to define what, people, makes, what makes a cult classic a cult classic. It was that old decade where people started realizing who they really were. <laughs> hey, I mean, that kind of works. But, um, I mean, it's... Basically, what you're asking is what it's makes women's it a cult lib. classic. Women's lib screwed it all up for us. I have no idea. I stole that theory from somebody, and, and if somebody's listening, they know who they are. <laughs> but I, I, blame, I blame the failure of, not that you know, women shouldn't be liberated and have you know, equal rights. They should. But it's the way that they went about it and said, you know what? We are taking over. And they did. And because of that, the family unit is not what it used to be. Society as a whole is not what it used to be. And I think it's about—I think it's all about women's women's liberation. Okay, that's, <clears throat> that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I know women rule the world, so I'm not going to really uh, uh, go against that. I guess yeah. I don't know. Um, There's a couple more of them than there are us. I mean, yeah. and, it, and it is, and I, you know, and I know they in do order bear the young. Want to live? I have to keep them happy. So that's all I really. I'm gonna say for that. Do you right know now. where Mama comes from? Mama, Mama, like you know, mother, Mama, you know, mom. No, mammary glands. Oh. That's where the it derives from. Very interesting. Mm. Never thought of that. Latin. But back to uh, yes. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Back um, to it. It did bomb when it first came out in theaters, and then you know, again, cult classics, cult classics do whatever they do. I like Tim Curry's smile. He's got a real. I just like Tim Curry. He's just, I don't know, he's just got this voice, and I, um, the first time I've ever seen him was in Home Alone 2. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's my, that's my favorite uh, Tim Curry role right there. So, I mean, a lot of other people, they, they usually talk about the movie It, which I've never oh, seen. Oh, right, he was Pennywise the Clown, yep. Right. That's right. Um, and he's done just a lot of things, and I think lately he's just been doing voice stuff, but because he's just got that voice. But as for this particular <laughs> movie, I know they started doing Midnight Showings. Home Alone 2. Um, then they actually, they actually do like live, um, like stage productions of it as well, which I went to a couple years ago with one of my friends. Um, Rocky Horror? Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I touched a nerve here by bringing this up. I'm not saying. I had it. no idea. Sterling. Well, yeah, cause I'm, because, because of one of my friends, like I have nothing against it. I have me. nothing against it. I just don't, I just don't get it. So oh, certain I'm cult saying... classics like Spinal Tap, I don't get it. I mean, I just, it, to me, it's just not that great. Turn it up mean... to 11. Well, I have to watch it again in order to fully appreciate it. Cause I watched it just watching it. Like, I don't see what the big deal is, but I start hearing people quote the movie and then it starts to, I don't know, get into my, my being and like, 
oh, turn it up to 11. I get that reference now. And then every once in a while, I might say it. Mm. Or I'll look for a, um, a volume knob to see if it does have 11. Like, does this go up to 11? So, you know, stuff like that mm. makes, a little, uh, makes me laugh a little bit. I like it. Well, I'm going to watch it again to figure out if I really do like that movie or not. You won't. I'd like some of his other movies, Christopher Guest. <clears throat> um, uh, Best in Show was, you know, pretty funny. Once I once I figured out it's supposed to be a mockumentary, they're supposed to be, you know, kind of making fun of these things and in a documentary fashion, mm. you're already just disapprove of all of it, don't you? No, I like the idea. I mean, I just, I, I, um, I just, I guess I... I all right, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to think of something that should have become a cult classic but didn't. Hmm. And then these other things, which, you know, I, I, I respect them for, you know, what they are and being different. And that's why people got on board, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of things. The girls with short black hair and glasses and the boys that look the same. You know, they all. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that meant. No, I don't either. <laughs> but I don't know what um, how one ends up being a cult classic like. That's kind of, I guess, the question I'm asking. Yeah, what when when when, when is the you know the overnight period where the next day it's like it's a cult classic? It's I don't it's think it's even an overnight thing. Label. I think it's no, just, it just it, it's it, a select it, group of people. It's a metamorphosis that say, you know what? A lot of people thought that movie sucked, but I think it's pretty cool. And That's what it is. It's, the, it's people the short black haired girls <laughs> with the black glasses with the guys that look the same that are totally against the rest of us. And they're the ones that say, you know what? This was a flop. Let's make it. Let's let's turn it around. Let's turn it around, and let's let's make this the success that it should have been. Like a modern day flop, or not flop? A cult classic would be um, the Room, which is a movie that is so bad that it's it's one of those movies they call it's awesomely bad. What about Four Rooms? That's yeah. a good movie. I like. That I movie. like that too. Yeah. Collaboration movies. And you know what? That might actually fall under cult classic too. But yes. I'm, I'm wondering would, if that's one that I would just, I would get behind. But I'm wondering if we're, we're going too far into independent films, which you know already seem to be yeah maybe a cult genre. Let's put it that way mm. in a sense. Because if it's independent, it's not really getting the mainstream publicity that you know big studio movies can mm. get. And Four Rooms isn't one of those movies. So if it's an independent film, it almost feels like it already falls under yeah. a classic. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can truly count that one. Yeah. What is your favorite out of the four rooms? Do you have one? The um, well, no. The one that um, Quentin Tarantino did was not. It, that was the one with um, that was the last one. The party room, right? right. With um, yeah. And the Antonio Banderas one was the one with the hookers in the mattress, right? The troublemakers. Yeah, that's the one I like the most. Yeah, I had like that one too. That Which one was who, done by my idol, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Right, I was going to say, Robert Rodriguez obviously had to have done that one. Yeah. But um, that guy, the the bellhop, and he appears in a lot of uh, Quentin's early movies. I forget his name. Tim Roth. Tim Roth, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. I, did, I really did not care at all for Madonna's movie. I think she directed it. Or maybe she was just in it. It was the one with the witches. Do you think she directed that one? Uh, maybe she didn't direct it. Maybe she was just in it. I don't know. No, I don't mm. think. She, I think she was just in it because there was two of them that I don't really know who they were. Like yeah. The directors. Yeah. Because um, the other one was. Um, That's why they were put first, right? Yeah. No. Because the troublemakers and the and the one with Bruce Willis are the last two, right? I think the troublemakers was like maybe the second one. Oh. Yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it. It's been I, a long time since I've watched it too, but I uh, I remember it being. 
amazing. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I caught it like one night, like I think it was on Sunday. It's the first time I saw it. Sundance or Indo- Independent Film Channel. It's a, it's sad. I don't watch. Everyone loves those old time. Hollywood hotels. That's why I like that ride at Disney World. <laughs> what the, the Tower of Terror? Never made those it in old there. 1920s like gothic looking hotels in Hollywood. You know, mm. it's, a lot of them don't exist anymore. Most of them don't exist anymore. But they were like they had like a like a feeling, a feeling. You know, like a vibe know, or a vibe. Mm. Yeah, I understand. That's you know, that's vintage. It's vintage. Um, and yeah, there. A lot of people there, I don't want to say a lot of people, but there's some places that, that still exist. And, you know, there's those people, more cult classics that want to keep it alive, start uh, protesting. Have you ever seen American Pickers? You know what? Um, those two? Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, it was coming <laughs> on last night. Um, <laughs> I did not watch it, but I... Um, you I, changed the channel quickly, didn't you? No. You're like, I don't want to see these two white guys I rummaging waited, through people's barns. I waited about junk. a minute because it was one of the shows that I get extra Viggle points from. So mm-hmm. I, I watched for about a minute. They were going to, I guess, what the, the Hatfields. Um, and the McCoys? <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, History Channel is doing a three-night special, I think, On the Hatfield and McCoys, yeah. They're doing, no, like a, a movie, uh, like a miniseries. Oh. Starring uh, Bill Paxton and yeah. Kevin Costner. So, no. I'm curious I'll, about it, but I mean, I made a little protest. I'll wait for, I'll wait for that one to be in the three dollar bin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they. Yeah, they, I think do they, they do that do. anymore? I don't know. I haven't been over in that area in a long time because they are phasing out CDs and DVDs because they want everything, every, everybody to buy stuff on you know their website. So, no, the only new things I've seen or the things that I've taken um, uh, uh, notice of humorous notice of since the last show was this particular show American Pickers and this other show that I was watching and I just don't know if I can take it seriously or not I don't know if it's meant to really be serious because it's not very serious but it's that um um it's on a history channel no it's on me I think the 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 hillbillies that are millionaires because of the duck call oh duck dynasty duck dynasty I just uh, I don't get it. I don't I don't believe it's real because of the way it's done. Now I only know about these shows because of Viggle. Because again, this is the show. This is the app that I check in and I get some points. And if I get enough points, I can get a prize. Well, tell me if I'm supposed to take this this show seriously or not. Um, apparently you are. Apparently this is what they do. They I mean I don't even know what they do. I've only watched the first minute of it because that's all I need to get the points. So once I get my points, I turn the I turn the channel. Yeah. So I don't watch the show long enough to figure out what is this about. I mean, they they explain it in the the intro or whatever, and like it just seems too like staged. Too staged. And from what I hear, a lot of these reality I'll put it in quotes reality shows they are staged. I mean, even the ones where they um, uh, storage wars, I hear that one is also staged. Which isn't surprising. Right. It's not surprising. But, like, you know, I'm watching this show, and, you know, they all have, you know, the big, long beards and everything. They they look the part very well. They live in Louisiana or whatever. Famous for, you know, the duck call thing. Um, but, you know, they're loaded, and he's going to a meeting. The The son is going to a meeting in, in Houston, uh, one of their big clients that wants to up their order. And he gets in his chopper. That he's going to take from Louisiana to Houston, and he's got to find his dad because his dad needs to go to this meeting to make it, you know, to make it official. So he goes riding around out in the bayous in his chopper looking for his dad who's out in the out in the swamps hmm. doing whatever. I don't know if he's hunting alligators or he's 
shooting birds or whatever. So you watched the whole episode? To I couldn't out. watch the whole thing because I just couldn't take it seriously. And just it was just so like, like meant to be humorous that I just was like, this isn't real. Mm. These aren't the real guys that, that, you know, they found a bunch of other guys and, and pasted some beards on them. And, and, and you know, they're acting this out. Yeah, I don't know who would find shows like that. But he like lands that. in the bayou and picks up his dad. He finds him. He finds him out in the middle of the bayou. It's a huge area of swamp and... And, and gnarly trees, and he finds his dad, and he do they picks show, him like, up. Is the dad just, do they show the dad just waiting there? Like, no, the dad and the uncle are, are out in the swamp just messing around. But he Do they have him. a camera crew with them, too? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So it's not like they're really. Right. That's, that's it's, what I'm it's saying. not like, oh, there he is. They found him. You know, they're speaking to one another. And but. that's that's what bothers me. And I mean, there's a lot of shows that are like that. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, it takes the realism away from it. If it wants to be called reality TV, and I don't know, and I just can't really get with a show like that because I just, I just didn't know. I just couldn't take it seriously. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I I know what you mean. There's, Stupid. I dislike it. Well, instead of disliking, I just don't watch it. So I, 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 but I just don't understand how people can like get into a show like this and watch it, you know, religiously. That's that seems interesting to me though, and that's why. I don't know. That would just be an interesting show if if I could actually believe it. And I'm going to uh, voice some opinions that I, I uh, heard on some forum somewhere. But they canceled, I think, maybe the only scripted show they have left, a uh called Breakout Kings, which I watched a couple episodes. I just wasn't into it. But mm, oh, um, yeah, 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 they yeah. canceled that, and people were complaining, why would you cancel a show like that just so you could show more episodes of Storage Wars? And yeah. they probably do because more people watch Storage Wars than they do Breakout Kings and... And get some more money. Plus, uh, reality's cheaper. Well, and um, what's that big show they got going for them? A and E. I like it. Um, but once again, now that it's become very popular, some of it seems a lot more staged. Um, I do like Parking Wars. I will admit yeah, that. That's funny. That that show is is funny, and I I can't really imagine that one being staged. But the other thing I have to keep in mind is all these people that they're giving tickets to, if their face isn't like censored, then they must have to sign something. Maybe they're getting paid something. I mean, a few of them, their their faces are censored, but still, I'm I'm just. It makes me wonder. What's that stupid? Sh- that's not stupid. Um, uh, a bunch of people get together and say we got to help this person because he's on drugs. Oh, intervention. Yeah, intervention. <laughs> I like intervention. Intervention is good. It like. It was it was hearty. It was real. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I got to see some of the newer episodes. It seemed like it start was starting to get a little. A little bit more, mm. you know, how do these people not know that they're on the show Intervention and that at the end, they're taking them to their last interview. No, they're taking you to your family <laughs> that's in a hotel somewhere. Well, maybe they're so drugged out that they don't realize what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it does put you in a coma. They're, they're, not, they're not thinking about it. Um, one last note, and this is something that I actually wrote down, but MTV lowered the bar in their reality shows, and um, they actually had to cancel this casting call. They were looking for people that... Um, or teenage, not even teenagers, I'll, I'll take that back. You have to be 18 or older, but you're still a virgin, and you're trying to get rid of it, so they want to uh, kind of record you in your process of trying to do that. So uh, that was a new show that they were planning. I think they're, um, they're going to call it, like, My First Dot Dot Dot, and uh, they decided to pull the plug on that one because uh, a lot of people felt like, yeah, that isn't right. I mean, they were going to show pretty much the whole way – through it, they're not going to film the actual act of them doing it if that should happen. But uh, that's that was a show that was uh, 
they had an open casting call, but MTV should do like a they, they should they should do a separate show or a separate channel that's up there along with HBO, one you got to pay for, where you can see some of the dirty deeds that goes on in these reality shows because people want to see it. That is they don't true. Want there, there are I people mean, that would go. The, the pay implication for that is enough. I mean, people got it at first. It was it was titillating or whatever. Like they don't want anything implied anymore. They want to see it. They don't want to. Just see making it. another outlet for Jersey Shore because they're going. Are they bringing her back or Snooki back all pregnant and everything? Isn't she pregnant? I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But yeah, let's I guess go to. Got to go to a commercial now. So. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Uh, episode sixty-five of the Lost Island All Noise Radio dot com. We're gonna be right back. Episode 65 of The Lost Dial, allnoiseradio.com. I'm going to do your run-through. Oh, yeah. Let's get, get through we this. Always, uh... <laughs> this is my um, my fall TV grid of 2012 into 2013. Um, it's found on Deadline.com. Uh, Good name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what I did was I printed out the schedule for uh, the week of, well, when it starts in the fall, right. all the new shows that are coming on network TV, because I know you don't like network TV. You're jumping ahead to the fall pretty quick, pal. Well, that's because You're this just us. came out. I'll go over it again when, I don't know, September comes. No, I know, but who wants to think about the fall? Hey, these <laughs> TV people like me do. I know, it's, and, uh, and it's in your blood, I know, I know. In, yeah, it's in my blood, I can't get rid of it now. Um, so I'm going to start with Sunday. I'm not doing Saturday because Saturday is mostly reruns and, um, some channels like CBS call it uh, crime time TV. So they show all their crime stuff. Saturdays are DVR days or days you just go out. Now this is a hypothetical schedule for me because I'm not home every single night to watch TV. But if I was home, then this is what I'd be doing. Now, how I broke up this schedule is everything I highlighted is shows that I would watch live. And then I put little dots, red dots, um, and there's a couple black dots. But red dots mean shows that I think they're going to be canceled. You, should, you, you people out there should see this. Yeah, and gray dots. He's got. Gray dots. Mean I feel like I'm in a board meeting. Shows that I would uh, DVR, <laughs> like, there, like in case there's a show that I'm watching live, I can't watch the other one, so I DVR the other one. Mm. Um, and mm. then the only problem comes Tuesday, but we'll get to that. Mm. So Sunday at eight o'clock, I start Once Upon a Time on ABC. I pretty much stay on ABC all. All, uh, all Sunday, if I was to do this. That's a popular show, Once Upon a Time. It is. Um, I got second season. Um, great first season. Hopefully they don't screw it up like they did with Heroes. But that was NBC. That was a totally different you know, crew, set of people. Uh, next up, Revenge, which was on Wednesday, moved to Sunday. Um, that is one of, I guess I'll call it my guilty pleasure show. I, so wait, what one? Revenge. Oh, yeah. I used to. That, that's, that's one of those shows that you know seems like it's a, it's a soap opera. It's like Madeline Stowe. But, you know, I didn't think I'd be into it, but it's really good. Uh, new show, 66. Yeah, I'm six, part six, of the Madeline Stowe super fan club. You are? Even though I don't watch her show. She's good on it. I like her. Yeah, I've never is. seen her on that. 
Yeah, she's good. You might like it, maybe. I don't know. It's got some twists and turns. Uh, new show at 10 on ABC, 666 Park Avenue. Uh, it stars Terry O'Quinn, a.k.a. Is that uh, about, the, about the devil living on Park Avenue? Um, yes, I knew it. I'll just say yes, more or less. Um, there, <clears throat> Terry O'Quinn, who you know a lot of people know him from Lost and a bunch of other shows, uh, he is the owner, and his wife is uh, Vanessa Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, they're owners of this uh, evil building, and they just uh, hired some... Like the new... one in Ghostbusters? Um, maybe. You know, that uh, sounds what it kind of could possibly be like. <clears throat> I don't know. I saw the trailer for it. It looked mildly interesting. I put a red dot next to it. Maybe it might be canceled. I don't know if it'll work. Um, I mean, these red dots, these cancellation guesses... They're guesses. Some mm. of them I just kind of feel in my bones. Like, yeah, this is not going to make it. But I felt like I didn't have enough uh, guesses of canceled shows, so I had to throw, throw a few more in there. So that's Sunday. Uh, Monday, I'd be pretty much on CBS for How I Met Your Mother, new show Partners. And then... Was I, Partners about a gay couple? Sort of. Uh, there was these did you two, talk about this already? I don't think I did. All right. There's these two roommates... Um, one's one of them straight, the other one is gay, but they work together very well. Um, I, I think they work together on some job that they do. Um, I don't know. It it seemed actually interesting, and the little preview that they had was actually you know gave me a couple chuckles, so it might work. So I'll check it out a few episodes. And I ended up watching the entire entire first season of uh, Two Broke Girls. Mm-hmm. It wants to be funny, like they just. The the jokes aren't that great. I like the black haired girl. I yeah, just, I just like her her pessimism. <laughs> yes, I like I like you know they both they're both good together, but I don't know at times. I saw the very first funny. episode, I think, of that show. Yeah, it's like they try too hard, or they don't, don't try at all. I don't know. It's just something about the. Didn't show. she like have a horse, and yes. she brought the horse to their apartment yes. or something? Yeah, and then they moved it to a stable, but then sometimes they bring it back. <laughs> it's like their little kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the yeah, thing, every, every show has got one of them things. Yeah, the thing I like about this show is at the Actually, end of every episode, they have a price thing that they because they're trying to get like ten thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing. I think um, that that almost went extinct. That little thing that uh, network sitcoms did, like for example, Home Improvement had um, the neighbor Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You never saw the bottom half of his face. They always <laughs> like they'd always go to Wilson for advice. Every mm-hmm. single one of them had a moment where they'd go see Wilson and be behind the fence and you never saw the bottom of his face and um which I never know if in the end of that show if you ever see his face you never do no because even at the very end um I think they had like the whole cast come out and he had like a little nah, a yeah. little fence on a on a very good on a mask thing and um, even, you even went in his house and you still didn't see his face they had an episode that took place in his house yeah. And you still never saw his whole face. That's the only one that's coming to mind right now. There were a lot of shows that had little little things like that. Just, you know, nothing. It wasn't a significant part of what the show was about, but it was just, you know. Just a little quirk or something. Yeah, yeah I guess that's what you'd call it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, something. Something a little, uh, there is another word for it, but I can't think of what it is. But, yeah. Like, um, in, in, all right, I guess in, like, the show uh, Two and a Half Men, mm-hmm. I would consider the little quirk thing is Rose. The yeah. one, the girl who lives wherever she lives underneath his house or whatever. Well, when Charlie Sheen was on it, mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't know if she's on it anymore because she was obsessed with Charlie Sheen's character, right? And you know she was the ultimate stalker, but she wasn't in the show all the time. Like she'd pop up every now and again, and mm. you know she'd always climb up his his deck or whatever, and she'd just be there. And I don't know, hmm. that was a a, a little thing. <clears throat> I still can't gimmick. Is that it? Maybe uh, possibly the word that might fit. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. it's not enough to be the hook of the show. It's right. just a, it's just something you know, in, 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 a little extra, something right. a little. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, I put a red dot next to the Mob Doctor on Fox. Um, Want to guess what that's about? <laughs> I, we talked about it before, though. I think uh, the he's doctor. the doctor that. She. All, oh, she. Yeah. She. She's the doctor down the street that whenever something goes wrong that they can't go to the real hospital for, they t- they take. You know, you take it. Yeah, they go down to the mob doctor. Right. The mob doctor, you know, is is the is the silent doc, the silent partner in in the in the healthcare. Um, the other twist to it is, and I, maybe twist is too strong of a word, but if the mob wants somebody, you know, out whacked, whatever, and they end up at the hospital, it's her job. She'll to, she'll pull the plug on them. Yeah, that's that's her job to do that. Uh, I put a red dot next to that. Do you know who plays this mob doctor woman? Ah, uh, I really don't. I don't. Off the top of my head, I have to look her up. Um, then the other show uh, at 10 is the Revolution. I keep saying The Revolution. It's just Revolution. Um, that one we talked about before, but I'm really having high hopes with that one. I'm drawing a blank on that. That one is um, takes place 15 years from now. All the power's been out. Oh, right, right, right. That's the J.J. Uh, Abrams yes, thing? Yes, J.J. Abrams. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a great dot next to Hawaii Five O. They're going to their third season really watch every episode but it's just a nice up it's just a show to watch like to pass time which and was a show a show that they brought back yes it was a show was they... like dallas <laughs> is dallas gonna make it um that's on oh, that's on a cable channel i think oh is it i think so oh. if it's not on a cable channel then it's probably a mid-season show i don't have that schedule yet but when I know, you'll know. What's the channel that uh, their slogan is "Characters Welcome"? USA. <laughs> okay. Which has the show Common Law, which is really good. I recommend that if you're home on a Friday night at 10 p.m. Does that have like Burn Notice and all those white collar and all those stupid shows? <laughs> <laughs> well, the show that started me watching that channel is Psych, because yeah. I love that show. That show is hilarious. Um, Burn Notice apparently is good. My parents like to watch it. I haven't gotten into it yet. Um, but Common Law, check that one out. It's good. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, there's a new show, Ben and Kate. I put a little dot next to that one. might be canceled, but I also highlighted it. So I'm going to check it out. The previews make it look funny. That's with the brother and sister living together. The brother's a slacker. The sister has a daughter, and he's, she's trying to help out uh, her older brother to get his life together. Uh, so that's at 830. Um Next at 9. Now, this is the troublesome area. Tuesday at 9, there are three shows I want to watch. So I had to pick one that I would watch live, and that's Happy Endings on ABC. The show that I have to fight the DVR for is uh, New Girl on Fox and new show Go On with Matthew Perry on NBC. All these shows start at 9. Keep rolling your eyes at me. (laughs) No thoughts on any of these shows? Well, you don't watch any of them. None. But you like um, Zoe Dash and I, Yeah, I like her. I, I support her show, even though I've never seen it. Yeah, it's the go on. I'm hoping does well because I think this will be like Matthew Perry's third or fourth show that's been canceled after Friends. So yeah, nobody likes him. I like him. He's funny. <sighs> Just um, he, he's he's like a David Duchovny, even though I think David Duchovny has kind of a successful show. Yeah, he's Californication or yeah, something. Yeah, I think that's still going. I but, think you know, I don't know. I just I dropped him after X X Files. <laughs> Um, Apartment 23 is at 9.30 at ABC. Um, that show actually grew on me. It's pretty funny. The Mindy Project, like I told you about, that's mm-hmm. 9.30 at, on Fox. Mm-hmm. I will probably check it out. 
I have no guesses right now if that'll make it or not. I actually need to watch a few episodes. I, I, I will be, I, I almost will, will promise that I will check that out. You'll promise? Because I, I do like Mindy. I will, I'll remind you. It's interesting. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll remind you. As long as it's not like a spin-off of The Office. Like, it is. See, I, I, it I doesn't look not, anything like The I Office. I will not check out Rain Wilson's show because it's it's supposed it is it's a purposeful it's a purpose <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's an actual spin-off. No. No. <laughs> and again, I, I know you've said it again, but they they were lucky enough converting an English show to an American version that was and, and, and made it as more it, it was successful. The English version was not. I mean, for them to do spin-offs of that show, no, don't do it. I think the English version was successful, I thought. I thought it was only one season. Well, a lot of shows are they they Perfect. have short seasons. Yeah. Which I think maybe America should start doing. Maybe we might have better yeah. quality TV. <laughs> right. uh, Stop yeah. beating a dead horse with some of these shows. Yeah. I mean twenty five episodes. Oh, that's yeah. too much. But 13? Yeah, that's good. I can deal with that. Yeah. Uh, the New Normal comes out at 9.30 at NBC. Um, that is another gay couple, but they have a surrogate mother. Um, and yeah. I don't know. Again, the previews, uh, at first, on paper, I'm like, eh. But the preview kind of, I'll check it out, maybe. And then at maybe not. 10 o'clock, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> at 10 o'clock on CBS, uh, Vegas. Which I thought was an interesting, Vegas, Vegas. interesting premise: cowboys versus mobsters in the '60s. Hmm, a t- a, a period piece. Yeah, and I put a, a red dot on that one only because of ABC and NBC last year or last season uh, had period pieces but didn't make it. Didn't make it. And I'm I'm wondering if period pieces don't work on network TV. I don't even. think they do. So that's why I'm guessing. I'm, I'm hoping it succeeds because you know it sounds. And again, this goes goes back to what we talked about last week with uh, movie stars coming on TV. Mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid stars in this one, mm. so he's the uh, the lawman uh, trying to take down the mobsters in, in Vegas. So Dennis Quaid was great in Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine. Hmm. I don't remember that one. Look it up. Okay. Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm still sticking with ABC. Uh, I don't watch the middle, but Suburgatory, Modern Family, and new show The Neighbors, which are uh, aliens. So a regular family moves into a town full of aliens, but they you know, look like people. Um, after that, at 10, there's uh, Nashville. I really want to... I don't I don't even want to make any guesses on that one yet, so I left it completely blank. Nashville? Yeah, it's about a um, big-time country singer. Oh, I should have I should have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> kind of losing her flame, and then this new uh, up-and-coming um, country singer is trying to take her spotlight, and... I don't know. It's like a country version of Smash to me. I don't know. So I'm not interested. I did put a red, a red dot on Chicago Fire, which is NBC's 10 o'clock show. I don't know. Shows that deal with fire departments don't seem to last very long. Rescue it, Me was popular. Yeah, it wasn't on which it's, TV, it's, though. Yeah, it's on FX. It's done now, but it was a pretty popular show. Yeah, that was a popular show. It might work. Dennis Again, Leary. These are guesses. These <clears throat> are guesses. Um <clears throat> Oh, I also put Guys with Kids at 8.30. I would DVR that one, but I think that might get canceled as well. A bunch of, you know, single dads. Not single dads. One of them is a single dad, uh, you know, dealing with their kids. And at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, Animal Practice. That one I put a red dot next to. It just looks horrible. That's the one that sounds like house, but with animals. Yeah. They are really just reaching. They're struggling. Well, NBC, they just had a whole bunch of comedies. So a lot of, they have a bunch of comedy nights. Um 
Thursday is usually a very tricky night. ABC at 8, 8 o'clock, last resort. I put a red dot because the concept just seems too crazy. It's their last resort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what that one's about? I'm not sure if I explained that one to you before. Um, a struggling um, network television station. <laughs> ABC isn't struggling. Um, NBC is the one that's struggling. Yeah, I know. But this is about... Um, Oh, man, it's just too crazy. I don't even want to get into it. I don't think it's going to last, so we're just going to skip over that. But what I do have, what I will be watching is 30 Rock at 8, Up All Night at 8.30, and then I'm going to switch over. To That's doing well, Up All Night? It's it's making it. I'll put it that way. It, it It's doing well enough to stay. It's about Christine Applegate and Will Arnett having a baby? Yeah. And but, and what? Just have It's just a... It's just a roller coaster ride for them or something more or less yeah <laughs> like, like everybody with kids I christina mean. applegate she's a producer on um ruta Mayoff's uh talk show so it's like balancing between her working life and working with uh maya rudolph whose name is uh anna i forgot her character's name but I don't know. It, it just the, the things that they say, the things that they do, it's, I like it. It's good. A lot of the uh, talking heads were making a big deal uh, yesterday about um, what's-her-face leaving. leaving Kristen um, Wiig? Yeah, leaving Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's on my, my list here, my thing. I'll get into that right after I get off, get off of this. Um, DVR in the office and Parks and Rec, and I'm switching to CBS for a person of interest in their second season. Uh, great show there. New show at 10 on CBS is Elementary. That is a... Um, about an elementary school? Nope. It's about Sherlock Holmes uh, in modern times in New York. And instead of a... Uh, like it's like they're taking the character and putting him in modern times, or it's a character that's like Sherlock Holmes. Character that's like Sherlock Holmes. I think maybe that is even his name. And they even have a Watson, but this time it's Lucy Liu. So a woman or a lady Watson. I like, I like Lucy Liu. Yeah. So this one actually looks good, so I'll check this one out. Plus, you know... Sometimes I feel obligated to watch Sherlock-related things, only because people keep saying, "Oh, we're Sherlock," because my last name's Watson. <laughs> it's old. Um, keep talking. I gotta look something up. Okay, and it's a good timing for that because um, since House is ending, that was the other Sherlock-related show. I don't know if people caught that. I mean, it's been what eight years. People should figure that out by now. House, Holmes, Wilson, Watson. Yeah. Okay. Um, Friday. Uh, 8 o'clock, I have a red dot next to Malibu County. Oh, I'm sorry, Malibu Country. Uh, Reba McIntyre has a, another sitcom coming, which, uh, sigh, I don't know. I'm just not into. I don't really care for her at all, so I'm not going to watch it, and I think that might be canceled. Uh, there's also Touch, which I'll be DVRing. I like that show, but I just, it was on a tough night because everything was on a Thursday, but now it's on a Friday. NBC has Whitney at 8. I really wish they canceled that the first season, but it's back. 8.30, Community, possibly last season. The showrunner's now gone. He left a lengthy letter, I think, on his blog or somewhere. I don't know. It's kind of sad. That's a whole other story. Um, but then 9 o'clock, Fringe in its final season. So I'll be watching that most definitely. LDVR Grimm. And another new show, Made in New Jersey on CBS, also at 9. I have a red dot next to that. I think it's going to ca get canceled. Made in New Jersey? Yeah, it's about a New Jersey, uh, I guess, lawyer. Hey, enough with New Jersey. Coming people. to New York. Stop. And because nothing, she has... Nothing good ever came out of it. Sassy New uh, New Jersey style that makes her more successful, I guess, in right, the courtroom right, than everybody else. Right. Um, 
So yeah, I believe that's my list. I might make a copy and just post it on my blog.com. So very good. So people can see what I'm watching or what I plan to watch. But now, that that does not mean that I won't watch any of the cable shows as well because you must. Yeah, there will be some cable because they're way better. <laughs> um, I want to just play something. Speaking of Lucy Liu, that Lucy Liu should have won an award for. Okay. <laughs> she should have won. Anything, Charlie? And just in case you're wondering, oh. how could a half-breed Japanese Chinese American become the boss of all bosses in Tokyo, Japan? I'll tell you. The subject of Oren's blood and nationality came up before the council only She's, once. She should have won the night Oren assumed power over the crime council. Very the fun man movie. who seems bound and determined to break the mood is boss. How they're actually going to make a third one, though? Tanaka, I, Bill's, I don't know. Bill's I don't dead. care. He did die, right? Bill's dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think what they're going to do is go back. Oh, yeah. But you're right. The actor who played Bill is dead. Oh, yeah, he's the, uh... Yeah, he, uh, kind of asphyxiated himself. Did he? Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Tanaka-san, of what... Of what... Of what perversion do you speak? <laughs> yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Oh, I love the spray in that movie. That's so amazing. It's just so ridiculous, but it's great. And I think a lot of people, well, not when it first came out, some people missed the fact that it was supposed to be yeah. not you know, realistic. As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, no subject will ever be taboo. Except, of course, the subject that was just under discussion. <laughs> the price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your head. Just like this here. <laughs> now, if any of you sons of got anything else to say, now's the time! Amazing. Edit, edit, edit. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lucy, movie. you're amazing. Mm -mm. Of course, for the subject that was just brought up. <laughs> oh, that... Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Um, oh, once again, where did Lucy Liu come into that last uh, little piece there? What's she going to be in? Elementary, mm. Thursdays, 10 p.m. And I'm probably going to have to remind everyone because this is like a whole few months from now. Um, he was Tarantino's famous. Movie. That guy, he was famous for the what? What guy? The guy who played Bill. 
Oh. Oh, you mean how he died? Yeah, but he was famous for something a long time ago. Mm, I don't know what. I don't know. Oh, I think he was in um, Kung Fu. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Something like that? Something, yeah. That's what Quentin likes to do. He likes to take uh, actors that maybe have been kind of revive their career in case it's been dead. Um, But Quentin has a new movie, which uh, he um, previewed seven minutes of uh, Cannes. I think over the weekend. Cons. Cons, I'm sorry. Cons, cans, <laughs> whatever, it's French. Um, and apparently a lot of people love it. You know, it. I'm of French heritage. And if you... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Frenchman, go over there then. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I'm excited to see that. It's, what is it about? Um, a freed slave goes back to uh, take revenge on the people who kidnapped his wife. Uh. Or the slave traders or slave in, masters. In the United States? Yeah. I mean, it takes place in the 1800s or yeah. whatever. Um, nice. Stars uh, Jamie Foxx. Um, As the slave? Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Django Unchained, I believe. And people kept tweeting the quote, the D is silent because it's spelled D-J-A-N-G-O. So apparently, I guess the D is silent because they, they have that in quotes. So I'm like, okay. So it has to do something with the scene that they showed. Um, there's also, I guess, a really strong uh, James Brown tr- uh, track in the background. So it already sounds awesome, uh, very violent, very, you know, Quentin style. Right. Um, the guy, Christoph Waltz, is that his name? Yeah. Okay, he, he's in it, and so is Leonardo he DiCaprio. Was, oh, really? He, uh, yeah, he... And Leo plays a bad guy this time. Nice. The Christoph Waltz guy, yeah, he was already um, pretty popular in Europe, but uh, Inglorious Bastards brought, brought him, him to America. Yeah, now and people are like, oh, look at this new actor. He wasn't a new actor. Oh, and I told you to see Carnage, because he's in that one, too. Yeah, he's, uh, he's awesome in Carnage. What I love, the, the one thing I love about Quentin Tarantino is him. Uh, I mean, in all of his movies, the music that he uses, but you know, um, Inglorious Bastards set during World War II, using music from not that period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 great. That's just you know, I, you know, I've only watched it once, but I didn't notice that. So I, that's. One day I will have to sit down and watch that again because I didn't notice it the first time. And plus, other than the other than the other than the um, you know, there was the the original score made for that movie, but certain um, music, obviously not um, of (laughs) the time, (laughs) which apparently he's known to do. So again, even like with um, you know, you don't even know with a lot of his movies because there's so much. There's like a lot of uh. Uh, there's so many like retro attributes to it. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you don't know. Like with Pulp Fiction, w- when did that actually take place? Because you know, you just don't know. Or Jackie Brown, you don't know when that actually takes place. I mean, it's very like supposed to put you in the in the vibe t- of the 1970s. But um, there are some things that are not of the time, and um, you're just not sure. Uh, Reservoir Dogs again. There's there's old cars used the way they dress, but then you're like, this is definitely like modern day L.A. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't you know, no. Yeah, I, now I, as you I bring like, that up, I, I like need that. to I, I like need to go that. back and watch them again mm-hmm. to see. Just I mean, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just I just want to go yeah, back to. To me, that's how, that's what I pick up from his movies that that intrigues me is that you never really know. The, t- the time period in which it's taking place, except for like Inglorious Bastards, it's definitely Kill Bill too. I would say 
because they actually have like cell phones. Yeah. So. Yeah. But again, that's actually a throwback. Well, look at in in Pulp Fiction. He calls um, his drug dealer on a cell phone Hmm. in his old car, dressed like an old greaser, Hmm. you know, listening to old music with a, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever her name is. (laughs) Uma? She looks like she's not of the time. You know, like, it's just, it's, it's very hard to, you know. Everybody drives an old. Sometimes there's some modern cars. Sometimes there's some older cars, and the music throws you off, and the dress, the, how they dress, throws you off. And I the think way by they doing talk, that, that's off. what that's what makes it's it amazing. Timeless. Yeah, it's great. Because it's, it, you can't put it into a time like, oh, you, you just dated. Sometimes it's way. not necessary. I think sometimes people need to know where is this taking place? When is this taking place? Mm-hmm. You know, why is this taking place? Well, who cares? Just enjoy it for what it. You know, mm-hmm. that's not what he's. That's not what he's trying to portray here. He's trying to portray a story that it doesn't matter. You know, those things sense, don't this matter. Can at any time well as long as cars existed but yeah it's gonna happen any time that's what i was waiting for in inglorious bastards is a car to pull up somewhere you know cars yeah but like you know a modern (laughs) car (laughs) (laughs) like a 19 like like a 2004 toyota corolla pulls up and the german soldiers get out of it like it would just be funny and it it would just throw you off (laughs) i don't know i i understand i follow your uh your um line of thought your logic that's the word i was looking for it's great. Let's uh, do a commercial break. This All right. The, the end of part one. Part right. A. End of part one of the 65th episode of The Lost Dial. Like Whoa. 